بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا ونبينا أبي القاسم المصطفى محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين أجل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف السلام على الحسين وعلى علي بن الحسين وعلى أولاد الحسين وعلى أصحاب الحسين ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله we have توفيق to continue our study of divine universal laws and tonight also in uh, this majlis uh, as it has been their uh, practice is the night which is dedicated to Hazrat Abbas uh, in different communities they have different ways of dedications so Inshallah, we are going to end with some reference to Hazrat Abbas. But I wanted to mention this at the beginning because I want to, Inshallah, all of us look at tonight as a special opportunity of Tawassul because he is Babul Hawaij and Inshallah, from the beginning of this majlis till the last moment of Majlis, we hope that we would have the attention of Imam Zaman and Hazrat Abbas. So it's a special night of Tawassul. So if you have Hajat, if you have ill people in mind, if you have some problems in your life, so inshallah, tonight is one of the nights that we are very hopeful and very uh, much thinking that inshallah we can get what we want. I said that one of the sunan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for mu'mineen is that when they act upon the guidance which is provided, when they really take it seriously, then Allah would keep giving them more and more. So he is not just giving a fixed amount of guidance to everyone. And then you have to learn how to cope with the tests and challenges just based on the initial resource that you have been given. No. To begin with, every human being receives a package of guidance which is given free of charge to everyone through their fitra, through their conscience, through their intellect, through prophets, they receive this initial package of guidance. Mu'min, kafir, good people, bad people, they all receive this. But this is just to begin with. The more you appreciate this, the more you are grateful to what you have been given, the more you receive. And 
something very important we mentioned last night is that the first package of guidance can be for the most part at least general it's up to you to understand how to apply it to particular cases but in the additional guidance that you receive sometimes you receive very specific guidance Allah puts in your mind and heart for example some attraction towards something or some dislike towards something Allah shows you a way to understand this particular problem not just gives you some general information it's very important this is basira which has to be a specific you cannot say I have basira what do you, what is your basira I know general rules it's not basira I know all the rules of fiqh and akhlaq this is not basira Basira is how you can go through the problems and not just see their surface. Go deeper and see where the problem has started. Where are the roots of the problem? And how you can tackle the problem by dealing with the roots. When other people cannot see even the surface of the problem, a person with basira is already dealing with the roots of problem. This is the type of guidance that Allah gives to mu'minin. Basar is to see everything on the surface. But basira is much more. Basira is to have insight to see the inward inner dimensions of the things so Allah can guide you like this let us read some more verses of the Quran we already had verse 76 of Surah Maryam verse 17 of Surah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now verse 29 of Surat Al-Anfal with famous ayah. A'udhu billahi minash shaitan al-rajim. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu in tattaqullah yaj'al lakum furqana. This is not for everyone. This is not even for every Believer, every even mu'min. No, this is for muttaqin. In tattaqullah. Oh, those who believe, if you fear God, if you are conscious of God, if you decide based on the pleasure of God, this is taqwa. Then yajallakum furqana. Because if your aim is to please him, then for sure he would show you how to please him. But if my aim is just to please myself, 
secure my interests, then, okay, Allah would leave me to myself. In tattaqullah means if you are very concerned about his will, his expectations from you, yaj'al lakum furqana. Then he will give you something new. Not everyone has got this. You will be given furqan. What is furqan? Furqan is an instrument. But when I say instrument, it's not physical instrument. It can be a type of power. Allah gives you something like a power, like a vision, like an insight by which you can distinguish. Farq means to separate, to distinguish. You can understand that this is not good thing. Sometimes actually you have a feeling and later you understand better. Like what you know, sometimes we smell something and then we see it. Yeah, you go to a room, you see there is fragrance, then you see the flower. When there is a good opportunity, moment may first feel the fragrance. <laughs> Then he sees the real flower. Or when there is something bad, Mu'min feels a bad fragrance. Then he would see where this bad fragrance was coming from. <laughs> yeah. So we have to be very careful about the way we deal with real mu'mineen. It's a beautiful hadith. Sunni Shia all have narrated this hadith. Ittaqu firasata al-mu'min fa'innahu yanzuru binur Allah. Be careful. Don't let, don't decide to deceive a mu'min. You cannot cheat with a mu'min. Because mu'min has a light from Allah by which he can see. You, for example, try to deceive him by flattering him. So you say the most eloquent words. But he feels a bad fragrance from these beautiful words. <laughs> he would not judge you. He would let you show yourself more. But he is alert. And he can see the problems. I saw a very beautiful hadith that maybe inshallah one time we should discuss this hadith. There is a hadith that uh, Imam Raza alayhi salam was asked by Ma'moon about the way and how imams have some special kind of understanding. And Imam salam said, Imam Raza said, quoting this hadith, because this hadith, as I said, 
is narrated by Sunni Shia from the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We have it also from Amirul Mu'minin and it is repeated by Imams to they quote it. Imam Reza to explain to Ma'mun how Imam can know and understand things that other people may not understand. He refers to this hadith that So he says every mu'min, every real mu'min, every true mu'min has a light, additional light. Not this is not light of aql. Aql everyone has got it. Conscience everyone has got it. This is additional light for mu'minin. Then Imam Raza says, Imam Khalifatullah has equal to the all the lights that mu'minin have been given. In other words, the light of Allah which comes to us, it comes through hujjah of Allah. So, my understanding, your understanding, whatever understanding we have, all of them come through Al-Imam who is Al-Hadi. So it's impossible that I understand something if I am muttaqi, or you understand something, and then Imam Azaman doesn't know that. Yeah? We are like candles. If we put all these candles together, still we would be less than the light that the Imam has. Okay? So, this is a beautiful hadith. You can find it, inshallah, if you, or if Allah gives us tawfiq another time, we can discuss this hadith. So my point was this, that muttaqin are provided with additional light, additional ability to discern. Quran says, we give you furqan in Surah Baqarah, Verse 282. This is towards the end of the ayah. This is a long ayah about writing down the debts. Then Allah says, This is a famous ayah. And uh, the hosa that I used to study... This is on the logo of the Hosea that we used to study there. Taqullah wa yu'allimukumullah. Fear God, but in the sense that we understand fear. This is a very established term in Christianity, in Islam. When we say to fear God, it has a special meaning. It means to be aware of God, to be conscious of God. It's a positive fear. Be muttaqi, fear God, and God will teach you. Those who know Arabic grammar, they know this ayah 
is an ayah which is in need of analysis. What is the role of this wav? Because wav is for atf, to add. But yu'allimukumullah cannot be added to ittaqullah. Because ittaqullah is command, yu'allimukumullah is a statement. Atful khabari ala al-insha la yajuz. You cannot add a statement to command. Therefore, all Mufassirin say, this ayah has another dimension. It means, Ittaqullah. In Tattaqullah, different things happen. One of them is that Yu'allamukumullah. So this Yu'allamukumullah is at to something which is meant but not mentioned. So this is not the only thing that Allah gives to Muttaqin. One of the things that Allah gives to Muttaqin is that Allah teaches them. More than he teaches other people. Allah teaches all human beings. But there is a special way that Allah teaches Muttaqin. Ar-Rahman allama al-Qur'an. But does this have only one level? Allama al-Qur'an doesn't have only one level. Allama al-Qur'an has different levels. One level of Allama al-Qur'an is that Allah has revealed Qur'an to Prophet and Prophet has taught all human beings the Qur'an. But another level of teaching Qur'an is what the Prophet does to mu'mineen, to muttaqeen, to the people that have been purified. If you are purified, then teaching of the Qur'an has another level. So, this ta'aleem of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not general ta'aleem. This is a ta'aleem for muttaqeen. Okay? So we have a general ta'aleem and we have ta'aleem for muttaqeen. But this doesn't need to be in different classrooms. This is a very beautiful point. If Rasulullah is, for example, giving sermon in Masjid al-Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those who listen to Rasulullah can be different. Maybe some people are visitors of Medina. They have heard a messenger has come. You know, there were many people who were going to see what has happened, to listen and check. There were travelers, there were, you know, trades people. So maybe in Masjid there are people who are not even Muslim. They have come to find out what is this man saying. They are looking for some information. Maybe there are people who have been looking for guidance. Like Salman, who was looking for guidance and has come here with a special intention of understanding. Maybe there are people who are Muslims, ordinary Muslims, who have already said their shahadatin. Maybe there are very true 
and honest believers. Maybe there is Amirul Mu'mineen. So, do you think Rasulullah is teaching all of them the same thing? No. Rasulullah is teaching every person something according to the capacity of that person. Some people just get some information. Some people just get initial guidance. Some people go deeper and deeper. Therefore, you see, Salman can benefit, Ammar can benefit, Abu Zar can benefit, ordinary Muslims of Medina can benefit, every person who is seeking guidance can benefit, and there is no limitation, there is no fixed level. No one would say, Rasulullah, this is too little. Tell us something more. Or another person says, Rasulullah, this is too big. I don't understand. This is the ability of a man of God, a man who is chosen by God to be a teacher, like Rasulullah, that can talk to different people at the same time and teach every person what they need. But not just he works with their mind. At the same time, he's working with their heart. So when Allah says, this man is sent to teach. In three places, Allah says, task of the Prophet is ta'lim. And also in dua of Ibrahim, this was mentioned altogether four times. When Allah says, يُعَلِّمُكُمُ الْكِتَابَ or يُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ this ta'lim was very special ta'lim. And above that, Allah Himself. When He says, يُعَلِّمُكُمُ اللَّهِ It's not something that everyone can understand. This is a special ta'lim that Allah has for muttaqin. The same is with the Quran, the book of Allah. One person reads the Quran and says, Na'uzu Billah, this is boring. It's irrelevant. I just read it for sawab. Actually, some people think they don't need to understand it. We just read it. Why they think they don't need to understand? <laughs> if we, you know, really open this, why some people think they don't need to understand the Quran? They just can read. Doesn't this na'uzubillah, I hope I am mistaken, but doesn't this na'uzubillah mean that there is nothing that I need here? I just need sawab from this book. I don't need to understand what this book is saying. So some people is like this. But there are people that understand lessons from the Quran that they can apply to themselves. There are people, they don't get lessons only. They think Quran is talking to them. It's more than taking lessons. Ahlul Bayt when they were reading Quran, 
they were thinking that Allah is talking to them. And therefore sometimes, you see, they were going out of conscience, consciousness. There is a quotation from Allama Tabatabai, Rahmatullah Alayh, and one of his students says in the book that he has written about Allama Tabatabai, he says, Allama says, the people who have been able to transcend in their spiritual journey to a level that they have managed to get rid of bad thoughts and irrelevant thoughts. You know, this is very difficult. We don't have control over our thoughts. Yeah? So, if you are able to have your awham and khawatir under your control, it's a big step. After that, things become much easier. So, he says, the people who have been able to pass this level and reach the point that what occurs, what comes to their mind is what they need. He says this normally has happened in two circumstances, in two conditions. Who says this? Once, one way is when they have been reading the Quran and reflecting on the Quran and then going deeper in their encounter with the Lord, with the one who is talking through the Quran, to the extent that they felt Allah is talking to them. After this experience, they managed to have control over their occurrences. They read the Quran and managed to go so deep in connection to the one who has said these words that as if they are hearing this from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is one way that this big victory in their journey has happened to them. Another is through tawassul to Abu Abdullah alayhi salam. Because Abu Abdullah alayhi salam is a person that Allah has given him a special light of guidance. All Ahlul Bayt, all Imams are Misbahul Huda, but Imam Hussein is a special way Misbahul Huda. And my evidence for that, when I say it's special, is because the light of Hussein can be felt not only by his lovers or followers. The light of Hussein can be understood even by Sunni, Christians, Jews, Hindus, Buddhists, atheists. 
So this means that the light that Allah has given to Imam Hussein is a light which is more inclusive, more easy to absorb. So, it's possible that through the Quran, through the teaching of the Prophet, and above all, when Allah wants to guide, Allah gives you something much, much more than He gives other people. So, ta'aleem of Allah, ta'aleem of hujjah of Allah, ta'aleem of the Quran has different levels. One level is reserved for muttaqeen. There is a famous hadith of Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. Imam said to a famous faqih, a person who was faqih, and I don't want to mention name. If I mention the name, you all know. Imam said to this person that many people take him as faqih. He said, "Ma warrathakallahu min kitabihi harfa." You have not been given the chance to inherit from the knowledge of this book even one letter. Does it mean that he cannot read the Quran? He cannot do tafsir? Yes, he can do tafsir of Quran. But his tafsir would be just verbal. Allah has not let him go one inch deeper. He's just on the surface. You know, imagine a person who introduces a book to you, but he has not read the book. Yeah, there are people, if you go to a library or to a bookshop, they can say, what is this book? But maybe they have not read the book. Many people talk about the Quran, but Allah has not given them access to the Quran. لَا يَمَسُّهُ إِلَّا الْمُتَحَّرُونَ So you have to be muttaqi, I have to be muttaqi, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would teach me. So this is a sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that his tarbiyah has no end. You cannot say, I have been to madrasa, I have been to hose, to college, to university, I have degree, I have read many books, there is nothing more for me. No, this is all just the surface, it's the beginning. Even if till end of your life you want to learn, if you have been given ten more lives, you would never reach the end of this ocean of Quran. You imagine... You know, our Mufassirin, some of the most talented, most genius scholars have written tafsir of the Quran. We have tafsirs like Tafsir Tabyan by Sheikh Tusi, which is one of very important early 
comprehensive tafsir of the Quran. It has all the Quran. Then, when Tabarsi comes and compiles Majma'ul Bayan, you see big difference. When Allama Tabatabai comes and you know writes Al Mizan, you see a big difference. Now some of the students of Allama have taken it further, but in my understanding, still we are at the beginning. Still we are at the beginning. Much more to discover in this ocean. So, one sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that based on the level of your taqwa, He gives you more guidance. And also based on the challenges, He gives you more guidance. So it's not that we are to be more muttaqi than Allah Tabatabai. But Allah Tabatabai received from the Quran the guidance that he needed for his time. Inshallah, if we are honest and sincere and follow the same path, no matter what challenges will happen to us, we get guidance that we need for today. If after 1,000 years, new challenges happen, still we get from the Qur'an the guidance that we need. Don't look at the Qur'an as a book which is written and finished. No. Qur'an is an ongoing source of guidance. Just this ayah. This ayah is... Enough to keep you all your life happy and excited. Not anzalna. We keep sending down from Quran what is healing and mercy. It's a source. The source is created, but what is put in this source is not finished. Allah keeps, so Allah has opened the channel, but keeps sending more guidance. So, In Surah An-Kabut, verse 61, those who struggle in our way, those who are thirsty for understanding. You know, sometimes people are not thirsty. They just say, I want to understand. But how much effort you have made? What sacrifice you have offered for learning? If you really do great sacrifice, Allah will teach you. But you know, if you want to enjoy everything in the life as other people do, and then you are waiting for, you know, some deep understanding and knowledge come to you, no. You have to do jihad fi sabilillah. And in this case, it means you have to struggle for understanding. Then Allah would certainly show you subulana. It's very beautiful.
Subul in the Quran has a special meaning because Quran is very accurate. If you read Arabic dictionaries, they tell you Sirat, Sabil, Tariq, the same. But in the Quran, they are not the same. Sirat in the Quran is always singular. But Subul is plural. Sabil can be Subul. But Sirat is always one. If I want to summarize, Sirat is the main direction in your life. But this main direction is broken down into many, many different steps that you have to take. The main direction is Ubudiyah. Alam ahad ilaykum ya bani adam alla ta'budu shaytan innahu lakum adubun mubin wa an i'buduni hadha siratun mustaqim So the main direction is to serve Allah and not shaytan But how do you serve Allah in your family How do you serve Allah in community life? How do you serve Allah in your business? How do you serve Allah in your interaction with other people? These are subul. Each of them is a way to behave, to be, to act. And if in all of these things you manage to do well, then you are on the right path. So no one should think to be on the right path is just a matter of declaring shahadatain and praying and fasting. If you want to be on the right path, in every choice you make, in every say thing you say, in every action, you have to find sabil, relevant sabil, relevant way And the Quran shows all these ways. Yahdi bihillahu man ittaba'a ridwanahu subul as-salam. And it's amazing that if you follow Quran, Quran guides you to subul as-salam, to the ways of peace. This shows how important is peace for us. In the way I behave in family, if I have proper sabil, I will get peace. In my business, I get peace. In dealing with my neighbors, I get peace. And this peace is not necessarily external peace. Sometimes people have external peace and don't have internal peace. This is internal peace that if other people also let It can be extended to outside. We establish peace inside and extend it outside. But if you want to just establish it outside, many times people don't let you to have peace. And even if you have it, it doesn't mean that inside you have peace. Because you have not solved your internal conflicts. So, 
lanahdiyannahum subulana we will guide them our path wa innallaha lama'al muhsinin allah is with muhsinin with the people who do good things who do ihsan so because our time is unfortunately limited we leave this discussion inshallah to continue tomorrow the summary is that a sunnah of allah which is for believers for good people for muttaqin as we said there are two types of sunnah one is general for all we enter the second group when there is something only for good people or bad people a sunnah for good people is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them more guidance and this guidance can be comprehensive can be very specific and has no limit you can get every day every night for every scenario you can get guidance if you don't get it it means that you are not well tuned to that station if you are tuned that station is 24 hours working and sending guidance one of the things as we said and now i want to talk about hazrat abbas alayhi salam is basira we have this quality in our hadith about Abu al-Fadl al-Abbas alayhi salam among other qualities that he had basira or he was nafidhul basira for example in a ziyara from Imam Sadiq alayhi salam which is mentioned in Kamilus Ziyarat you know Kamilus Ziyarat by Ibn Qulawai is one of the early books on ziyarat and it's very reliable so in that book there is a hadith from imam sadiq salam in which imam tells us how to do ziyara of abul fadl al-abbas salam it's very beautiful ziyara and it has lots of points it starts with this Salamullah wa salamu malaikatihi al-muqarrabin wa anbiya'ihi al-mursalin wa ibadihi as-salihin wa jami'i ash-shuhada'i was-siddiqin wa az-zakiyat at-tayyibat fi ma taghtadi wa taruh 'alayka ya ibn amir not my salam who am i salam of god salam of angels who are close to god salam of the prophets who have been sent by god salam of righteous servants of god salam of all witnesses and all the truthful servants of allah and all the women who are pure be to you abul fazl al this is just the beginning of this ziyara so in this ziyara imam sadiq alaihissalam tells us to say things i just go to the last part 
Assalamu alaikum. And at the same time that I explain this, you can also in your heart send this salam to Hazrat Abbas. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu wa ridwanuhu. Salam of Allah, mercy of Allah, barakat, abundant good from Allah, pleasure of Allah to be with you. Wa ala ruhika wa badanik. We send our salam to their soul and to their body. This is a point that, my, in my humble understanding, this shows that the body of some servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is purified. Maybe many mu'minin, if they die, we cannot say salam to your body. We cannot say pure body of this movement. Because this body may not have anything special. It can't be just his spirit. But mu'minin who are purified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, their body is also purified. In other words, even their body can receive some purity that other people hardly get in their soul. What other people may difficulty get in their soul, they can get in their body. And then their body extend that blessing to the soil in which they are put. And then we get by visiting that soil. You see how special is that position of those people. So when you say, I send my salam, or I ask Allah to send salam, so this badan is receiving salawat. And the Quran tells us that when Allah sends salawat, it means that Allah takes from darkness to light. Then we say, بِذَٰلِكَ أَشْهَدْ وَأُشْهِدُ اللَّهِ أَنَّكَ مَضَيْتَ عَلَى مَا مَضَى عَلَيْهِ الْبَدْرِيُّونَ You know, among Muslims who were martyred and killed, the shuhada of Badr are very special. Because that was very critical time. That was very, very historical moment. And that was also the time that there was no, uh, you know, apparent chance of Muslims, you know, having victory, being able to establish a state. You know, it was a kind of time that Islam was very much apparently in a weaker position. Islam was, you know, very, uh, you know, gharib. Rasulullah was like a stranger. So those shuhada have a special uh, status. So we say to Abu, to Abu al-Fazl al-Abbas, you also had the same understanding and the same attitude 
like the shuhada of Badr. Al Mujahidun fi Sabilillah. Al Munasihun lahu fi jihad a'da'ih. And it continues. Very beautiful. Unfortunately, I don't have time. Till it reaches this point. Ashhadu annakalam tahin walam tankul. I bear witness that you never showed any weakness. You never became weak. وَأَنَّكَ مَضَيْتَ عَلَى بَصِيرَةٍ مِنْ أَمْرِكَ You departed from all these moments of test and trials and finally you departed this dunya with بَصِيرَةٍ مِنْ أَمْرِكَ Means you were able to understand things. We many times talk about beauty of Hazrat Abbas, about uh, strength of Hazrat Abbas, bravery of Hazrat Abbas. These are very important. But he has much more to appreciate. And one of the things that we have to appreciate about Hazrat Abbas is his level of insight, his level of understanding. We have also... In another case, that Imam Sadiq says, so I want to tell you that this is not something which is mentioned only once. Kana ammun al-Abbas ibn Ali nafiz al-Basira. Imam Sadiq in another place, that was Ziyara, this is another place. He says, our uncle Abbas was nafiz al-basira means he had a kind of insight which was penetrating he was able to understand things that other people could not understand if other people were confused he was able to understand salib al-iman he was very strong and firm in his iman Jahada ma'a Abi Abdullah. He was in jihad of Abu Abdullah next to Abu Abdullah alayhi salam. Wa ubliya bala an hasana. And he was tested in a very difficult test but in a beautiful way. So he went through this test and came out successfully with beauty not with complaining or with some weakness okay what was the basira of Hazrat Abbas this is something that I have some guessing but I hope uh, this can open a discussion and we can inshallah look for more explanation I think one aspect of the basira, of the insight of Hazrat Abbas, was that he did not let, please listen very carefully, this is my guessing, I'm not saying this is necessarily the case. A good scholar always should say where he is not sure, so that people 
think about it. So, I am not sure, I'm guessing. I think when I put everything together, and I have also some evidence, but I try to expand it, the basira of Hazrat Abbas was that he did not let anyone, especially Muawiyah, with his tactics to separate between him and Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein. And later, didn't let Ibn Ziyad and Shemr do this. Because imagine, they did their best to weaken Amir al-Mu'minin and Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein. You know in the battle of Muawiyah with Imam Hassan, how they bribed everyone, even commanders. For them, the best thing was if they could get someone like Abu al-Fazl al-Abbas to their side. Someone who is son of Amir al-Mu'mineen and is so strong and so brave and so beautiful that they could divide the house of Amir al-Mu'mineen If Abu al-Fazl al-Abbas had a little either desire for dunya or a little weakness in his understanding the enemies could use this to say we want to promote you you are you know not receiving what you deserve you can yourself be someone with leadership Please listen about this carefully. I'm not saying to accept it, but think about this. I think it is, makes all the sense. It's impossible that someone like Muawiyah finds such a person with potential of being attracting many mu'mineen and don't try. We know how they did with Ja'far al-Kazab. They did with people that were not... They did sometimes with the grandchildren of Imams this. But he was so insightful that he understood that his great honor would be to serve, not just to be, to serve Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein. I think the best word I can say is that he didn't follow them only. He tried to serve them. And this was something that from childhood, it was in his tarbiyah. And his mother had trained him to be a servant of Imam Hassan and Imam Hussein. Let me just mention one incident, and that is on the day of Ashura. On the day of Ashura, as you know, Shemr tried to offer... Aman protection to Hazrat Abbas and his brothers because through the mother of Hazrat Abbas they had some relation. So Abdullah ibn Hizam who was Ibn Khalil Abbas 
He was the cousin of Hazrat Abbas. Managed to take Amman for him from Ibn Ziyad. And قَالَ الْعَبَّاسُ وَإِخْوَتُهُ لَا حَاجَةَ لَنَا فِي الْأَمَانِ We don't need your protection. أَمَانُ اللَّهِ خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَمَانِ إِبْنِ سُمَيَّةِ Allah's protection is better than the protection that Ibn Ziyad, because, you know, uh, he was known through his mother. Another case, Nada Shimr. So it's not just one person. So this cousin gave them Amman from Ibn Ziyad. Also Shimr said, Aina Banu Ukhdina, Aina Al Abbas wa Ikhwatuhu. Where are our nephews? Where are the children of our sister? Where is Abbas and his brothers? فَلَمْ يُجِبْهُمْ أَحَدٌ No one replied. فَقَالَ لَهُمُ الْحُسَيْنِ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ أَجِيبُوهُ وَإِنْ كَانَ فَاسِقًا This is your رَحِم This is your relative. Even if he's فَاسِق You must answer. Look at أخلاق أبو عبد الله You know, maybe if we were in that position you think, okay, I like to answer, but I am worried that Imam Hussein may tell me why you answered them. But it's actually the opposite. They didn't have any sense, any pressure inside to answer, but it is Abu Abdullah says that you must answer. You see, how both acted properly. They didn't let their blood relation be dominating the responsibility, and Imam alayhi salam said, no, you must answer. Ajibuhu wa in kana fasiqan fa'innahu ba'adhu akhwalikum. Even if he is fasiq, he is your uncle. And you have to answer. Qala lahu al-Abbas ma turid. What do you want? فَقَالَ أَنْتُمْ يَا بَنِي أُخْتِي آمِنُونَ He said, there was no condition. They didn't need to do anything. He said, just, you are safe. فَقَالَ لَهُ الْعَبَّاسِ لَعَنَكَ اللَّهِ وَلَعَنَ أَمَانَكَ May Allah curse you and your aman. You want to separate me from Abu Abdullah alayhi salam. أَتُؤْمِنُنَا or atuamminuna wabnu rasulillah la amana lahu do you want to give us aman while the son of rasulullah has no aman and i tell you this might be the last attempt i am sure in the life of abbas alayhi salam this is my guess based on understanding the situation they must have tried many many times to separate between him and Ahlul Bayt. But he was Nafizul Basira. He was able to understand that these are not kind suggestions and attempts. These are all vicious plots of enemies of Allah. 
he had such an understanding. As-salamu alayka ya Aba Abdullah wa ala بفناك عليك مني سلام الله أبدا ما بقيت وبقي الليل والنهار ولا جعله الله آخر العهد مني لزيارتكم السلام على الوسين وعلى علي بن الوسين وعلى أولاد الوسين وعلى أصحاب الوسائل در بين این شب شب تو فرق This night that we do tabassul to Abu al-Fazl Abbas is different. Is Babul Hawaj, and he is the gate to reach Imam Hussein. So this is a special night that the poet says is different. Darbayn in shabha shabetu farq darad Chun bayn ma aslan tabetu farq darad because we also have a special passion, a special love, a special respect for Abbas. As parchami ke ruye dushad fakhr mi kard. Malum shud ke mansab to fakh Hazrat Abbas was sahibullewa. He had the main flag of Abu Abdullah. This means that as long as this flag was in the air, it showed that the army is not defeated. So the fact that Abu Abdullah gave this position to him shows that Abbas was very special. از پرچمی که روی دوشد فخر می کرد معلوم شد که من ثبت و فرق دارد مثل علی مرد خدا مرد دعایی در سجده یا رب یا رب تو فرق داره Like your father Amir al-Mu'minin You are a man of dua, a man of sajda When you go to sajda and you say Ya Rab It's different from other people 
عباسیون را به بصیرت میشناسند آقا اصول مکتب تو فرق دارد Everyone knows you and your followers to be people of insight تو پیر عشقی میر اشاق الحسینی با کل عالم مذهب تو فرق داره You are the sage of love You are the commander of the lovers of Hussein با دست دادن عشق را اثبات کردی طرز بیان مطلب تو فرق داره When you wanted to prove the power of love What did you do? You gave your hands to prove the power of love Because the way you teach is different from others وقتی که زانو میزنی در پای محمل یعنی رکاب زینب تو فرق داره When you are there and you let Zainab to put her feet on your knees and get on the top of the horse, it means that for you the way that Zainab should ride is different. You have your own standard of respect for Zainab. در دست هایت آب بود اما نخوردی. از تشنگی زخم لب تو فرق داره You had water in your hand but you didn't drink it Everyone who was thirsty in Karbala their lips were injured But the injury of your lips were different وقتی به تو آقا به نفسی انت را گفت در آسمان جبرئیل فوراً مرحبا گفت You are different because you are the one that Hussein told him in the night of Ashura May I be your ransom And that was the time that Jibreel in the sky praised you. Allah la'natullahi ala al-qawm al-zalimin. Wa sayya'lamu al-lazina zalamu ayyamun ghalabin yanghalibun. Oh Allah, in this night, and because of all the martyrs of Karbala, especially Abu Abdullah and Abu al-Fadl al-Abbas, We humbly request you to forgive all our sins and mistakes. Please grant us our hajat. Please especially grant our hajat which relate to our faith, to our akhirah. Please keep us and our children on the right path. Please save us and our families and community all over the world from anything that you don't like. 
پلیز میک فرج آف امام زمان از سون از پاسیبل از ایزی از پاسیبل Please give shifa to all people who are ill, the people that we have in mind. Please send your rahman maghfara to all mu'mineen, especially those who have rights upon us. Please make the last moment of our life the best moment of our life. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.